These are the Keishi Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Welcome to Keishi Tapes, John Hewlett and Favaz. And today we're going to do an interview that I was a part of with Smash and a guy named Randy Rayleigh that I worked in the morning show with back in 1992 when Bill Clinton was running for president first time with uh, his vice presidential candidate, Al Gore. Yeah. And he was calling rock stations, yeah. trying to appeal to the younger vote. Yes. And this is how that interview went. Let's comment as we go. Yeah. It up. Put him up. Straight it out. We'll do it now. Fuck it. Hello. Right. Hello. Hold on. Let's it out. Let's go. Let's go. I went ballistic this morning. He said, 25 he, years he, of he said I went ballistic this morning on something. Yeah, he really? Off the mic, oh, he said oh. that. Oh, Alice Cooper for you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to the phones. And I believe we have That's Randy. Governor Clinton on the line. Is that correct? Good morning, Governor. Hello, Governor. Hello? Good morning, Governor. How are you? I can barely hear you. Okay. Um well, we're going to crank it up here a little bit. How's that? Get the crap out of your ears. Is that better? <laughs> okay, let me talk again. Say something. Good morning, Governor. How are you? Perfect now. All right, thanks. Thank you. Listen, uh, thank you for being on KC95. We appreciate you taking out your time. We've got some questions. We'll uh, do this uh, real quickly. Go ahead, John. Uh, good, mor- good, af- yeah, good morning, Governor. Uh, <laughs> yep, 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 hey, good morning. Hey, hey, what is it? I don't know. How are you? Uh, Governor Clinton, uh, you've said that, uh, that you are the, the middle-class president. That was in the newscast I had this morning. What exactly do you mean by that? I mean that my economic policies will help grow the American economy in ways that will help ordinary Americans. One percent of the population at the top now controls more wealth than the bottom 90 percent for the first time in 70 years. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Or to put it another way, the rich have gotten richer and the working people have gotten poorer. Over two-thirds of the American people are working harder today for less money than they were making 10 years ago. My economic policy will invest more money in this country grow private sector jobs, and grow this economy. That will help the middle class. The middle class has been killed by the Reagan-Bush trickle-down policies, and there's been a big increase in the number of poor people, people who have fallen out from under the the blanket of the middle class, even though they want to work. So what we need is a president who will get us to where we can compete and win in the global economy. You know where we can find one of those? To help the middle class. Was he running against... George W. or H.W. Bush? Yes. The first one. Yes, okay. H.W. Yeah. And, uh, and Ross Perot. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Governor, um, remember the Carter administration and the Democratic Congress with high interest rates and high inflation. How will it be different with the Clinton administration, sir? It will be much different for one reason. I am not a big tax and spender. My state has the my, my state has the second lowest tax burden in the country and the lowest per capita state and local spending in the country. And they're the poorest in the country, too. <laughs> and my economic plan is largely a plan to spur private sector economic growth. So that is very, very different from what we've had in the past. Okay, we'll take your word for it. Governor Clinton. I don't know what smash. that means. <laughs> Yesterday, President Bush said when it comes to foreign policy, you guys, you and Al Gore are a bunch of bozos. What do you say to that? I say I say it fits. If it fits, wear it. No. First of all, it's a real insult to Senator Gore, who has been widely recognized as one of the most outstanding authorities on foreign policy in the country. And secondly, many, many foreign policy experts who work for Reagan have come out and supported me because they think my foreign policy is better than Bush's. I advocated help for Bosnia. Bush said it was reckless. Then he wound up doing it. 
I was pushing for aid to the Soviet Union to help integrate them into the community of nations. Bush said it was uh, wouldn't do it. Now he's doing it. Uh, How'd that work out? Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. Not prudent. He yeah. adopted many of the foreign policy positions that I've advocated in this campaign. I think that's just a last-minute mud pie thrown by a desperate politician. <laughs> Governor, uh, back to uh, domestic. Back to me. The right. question here: the unemployment rate question. in St. Louis yeah. is go. is nine percent. And uh, obviously, if we want to improve the economy, we, we just have to get people working again. Specifically, tell us how you'll do this. Did you hear that unemployment rate nine percent? Wow. That's crazy. What is it now? Three, three point wow. two, something yeah. like that. I will, first of all, dramatically increase incentives to invest in American jobs. No more across-the-board tax breaks for the wealthiest Americans, but tax incentives if they will invest in new plants, new equipment, what? new small businesses. <laughs> We're talking about uh, tax breaks for the wealthy from 1992 oh, yeah. till 2021. Uh, you know? Probably goes to the beginning of time. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> Jesus and the, and, wow. the, and, the, and the disciples probably were talking about that stuff. Oh. New technologies and housing. If they will put the American people back to work, then I will support it. All right, uh, Governor, President Bush was our commander-in-chief during the Gulf War. A couple of hypothetical questions for you. If you, had been que- uh, if you had been president at the time, Governor Clinton, how would you have gotten involved and would you have gone further in the Gulf crisis than President Bush did, sir? Well... I think we have to give him credit. This is one area where I have said I thought he did a good job in putting together the coalition and carrying out the mechanics of winning the Gulf War, letting the generals do their job. I think he did a good job on that. The difference in our two positions is this. I would not have coddled Saddam Hussein up to the Gulf War. We now know that right before Saddam Hussein invaded Kuwait, I mean, literally right before it, Mr. Bush sent him a a telex or a message saying, I sure hope we can have better relations. We know that Secretary of State Baker was pushing to give him more agricultural aid. We know that we were sending technology over there, even though it could be converted to military purposes. I mean, these are things that we know happen. So I think it's a serious, serious uh, problem that we're still finding out the truth about. The second thing is, after the war was over, I would have pushed immediately to protect our allies within Iraq who stood up to Saddam Hussein. And Mr. Bush let them get punished pretty harshly. The Kurds in the north and the Shias in the south. Uh, those are my differences with the, the Bush administration and with the president on the Gulf War. We, we might could have avoided the Gulf War if we'd been tougher with him all along. Uh, the Bush administration was warned for months and months and months of what he was doing, building up his military, trying to get nuclear weapons. Uh, and he just ignored all that. So that's where my difference is. But I think on the actual conduct of the war, you got to give them credit. I think they did a good job. Can you believe a, a guy running for president of the United States is on KC95 and giving us this That's much time? Because the interview runs like almost 14 minutes. And, and I was saying, I was just thinking he gave a good history lesson right there. Yeah, he did, you know? yeah. Listen to Governor Bill Clinton here on this is Smash. KC95 Smash with you again. Governor, you you were seen on Arsenio Hall blowing a little saxophone. You played uh, Don't Stop at the, at the convention. We hear you're a big Elvis fan. What, what's your favorite song? What are some of your favorite rock groups? Well, I don't, I've got a lot of favorite songs, but uh, my favorite um, Elvis song is I Want You, I Need You, I Love You. Nice. Uh, that's my favorite Elvis song. I, uh, you know, I like a lot of uh, rock groups that are around today. I like U2. Mm-hmm. I like, uh, I like U2. the younger people. I like John Bon Jovi. Yeah. Oh, there you go. No. Yeah, you voted for Ross hey. Perot then. <laughs> hey, one of my sons said... Uh, 
he he didn't know the history that I have with Bon Jovi on the on Casey or whatever. Uh-huh. He and uh, so I, I said I I call him Bon Jovi. He goes, well, how about Butt Jovi? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think I did vote for Ross Perot this year. That year, I did. Oh, yeah. Gosh. I'm a fan of. Uh, I was into that. You uh, whole, wasted uh, your vote. Well, I don't know. I'm a rebel. Yeah. Michael Bolton? No kidding. Yeah, I love Michael Bolton. I think he's unbelievably good. I love Kenny G because he's a great saxophone player. Don't you think Michael Bolton should do something with that hair, though, Governor? Well, when you can sing like he does, you can do whatever you want to with your hair. <laughs> right up. All right, Governor Clinton, uh, we want you to bear with us here a little bit. We want you to try this on for size, looking ahead for the future. So we're ple- ple- please repeat after me, okay? Hi, this is President Bill Clinton, and I voted for KC95. Clinton, and I voted for KZ95. Oh, you're not going to put the president in there, huh? Not until I win. Ah, uh, very nice, very nice. A uh, couple more questions, and we'll let you go, sir. Governor, uh, here at Casey Radio, we've been uh, registering voters as part of the nationwide Rock the Vote campaign. Uh, do you think this will be the election that young voters actually can make a difference and actually end up rocking the vote? Absolutely. Uh, young people, I think, can be the force for change in this country, and without them, I don't know that we'll get change. Uh, all these polls that show the race tightening all have one thing in common. They just assume that young people aren't going to vote. Uh, I've been a part of the Rock to Vote campaign. I strongly supported the motor voter bill that Mr. Bush vetoed because he didn't want young people to register and to vote. Uh, the future is on the line. We've got a, we're running the risk that we're raising the first generation of Americans to do worse than their parents. And what I want to do is to give these young people a better future. I think know that. That's why I've gone on MTV and Arsenio Hall and looked for other ways to reach out to the young people of America. And I'm now going to depend on them to prove all the experts wrong, to say we are responsible citizens. We do care about our future. We know we have to change. We know we have to end trickle-down economics. We want a new direction for America. If the young people say that and vote for Bill Clinton and Al Gore on November 3rd, then they will change the whole course of American history and make their own lives and futures much, much better. That was his, uh, his pitch yeah. to, the, to the rock and roll community. Wow. Yeah. Here's the end. Governor Clinton, President Bush called Al Gore the Ozone Man. I was just wondering, do you have like a, a superhero name you've been thinking about for yourself? <laughs> I don't know. He called, he called Al Gore the Ozone Man and called us bozos and said we were crazy. But uh, let me just say that I'm really, I want to say one thing to, again to the young people. I'm very proud of Al Gore because he has asked us to think about preserving our environment and our responsibility to our children and grandchildren, and because he has shown us ways that we can actually create jobs by preserving the environment, how we can make it good for the economy to protect our natural heritage. And uh, that's another place where I think Bush and Quayle are just wrong. I think they're out of it. Uh, You know, they need to breathe more oxygen (laughs) and start thinking more clearly. (laughs) Start thinking more clearly about our responsibilities to the environment and how we can use those things to create jobs for Americans. And there you go. And, of course, we all know that he won the election and uh, was a two-term president. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Governor Clinton on our airwaves. I think that's just about as cool a thing as I've ever done in this business. Oh, I'd have to say so. <laughs> Let's also I'd mention that, that so. we, we have also extended the same opportunities to uh, President Bush and Ross Perot, and uh, we'll see here in the future if they respond. All right. And, and they course, did they respond. Did not, no, no, respond. No, no, forget, it, forget it. Forget it. All right. I'm John Hewlett. You can follow me on Twitter uh, at STLUman. On Instagram, I'm Johnny Hewlett. AMF. The Casey Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app.